0: Today's Dharma talk is titled Forms, Standards, and Rules. Forms. Tree is a form. Human being is a form. Forms, standards. Standards are something that human beings set up to perhaps guide, but mainly to control. <clears throat> and rules are kind of more of the same, uh, just an elaboration on the standard. These are the rules and the situations that, in which these are sanely applicable. Words, when I say sanity, I'm talking about some kind of communication, cooperation, collaboration that, that evolves uh, into uh, a natural hierarchy that is uh Basically, sane. Basically, not at war with anything. <clears throat> and you've heard me say many times that it is ab- about uh, the way we do it here. Is about it is about observing, observing these uh, these forms, these standards, these rules. It is not about obeying them. This doesn't mean that you might not be functioning in a way that may seem to be to you like you're obeying it or may seem like someone else that you're obeying it. Sometimes people want to appear like they're obeying when they're observing. Sometimes people want to appear like they're observing when they're actually obeying. This is for your consciousness to discern. This is for your consciousness to understand deeply the nature of the rules, of the forms, of the standards relative to the consciousness in this situation, that is an area of identity where most of the world is uh, completely trapped by their beliefs, their opinions, and propelled by hope and fear, passion, aggression, and dangers. <clears throat> I'm not telling you anything new if you've been studying this for a while. <clears throat> the whole idea of correct, incorrect, is uh, that there is a correct, there is an incorrect, is uh, the misunderstanding, and that is they might be afraid initially. They might be afraid between the ages of four and five. And then that goes away because it gets pushed down. I don't want to be afraid, so I'm going to use <clears throat> that other end of the three poisons, uh, aggression, to cover that up. And that aggression, over time, can start out when you're really young. Uh, depends on how, what interaction you have with uh, your what parents and with your society, with your culture, with your school, with how those forms are used and if those forms are used intelligently. What do I mean by that? Communication, cooperation, collaboration. You can't have the last two without the first one. You've got to have a lot of communication. And most of that communication, to bring it into an a easier way to describe it, is about receiving, not only receiving, not only listening, that's one, but also just Look at what's in motion. This is what this training is about. If you haven't caught on to this yet, it's about watching what moves so you can understand it with your wisdom mind, you could say, which isn't an actual uh, form of this understanding. (laughs) Excuse me. Uh, rather than just some kind of adherence to some kind of law and order or rule situation, primitive aspect of a primitive. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about not bad, just a lower level, more uh, um, uh, kind of a childish form of of uh, imputing some kind of hierarchy. A theistic or, uh, religions and so on tend to rely on a hierarchy. Our tradition relies on that uh, in different ways, depending on the, the teaching person, depending on the lineage, depending on the school, depending on the order, depending, depending, depending. <coughs> These need to be served and not obeyed. And so this shows up different ways. One of the ways it shows up, uh, say, in the monastery uh, we have forms there. We have the, the, the people who fill certain positions or forms, like the, the Doan or the timekeeper. In Tibetan, this is the Umze. And, and uh, in our case, uh, the Soto Zen uh, and other uh, forms also are <clears throat> or, or you could say practiced, uh, then you need to be corrected. And this whole area is, uh, is not consistent. In the way that we like to see forms or rules or laws or <clears throat> standards, I don't know what to do, and I like to say, just do whatever you want. Do whatever you want, and, and let the forms show you, rather than have someone give instruction. If someone comes to the monastery, which is not hierarchical form. To, <clears throat> this does not mind misunderstand, and that's very possible. You misunderstand a lot of things, but the way it looks here is it looks like we need to observe the forms. That means here's the form, here's the Demon, He or she or they, uh, because they're uh, are talk I've had people before, and without even practicing, it, uh, let go of their self-centeredness for even put it aside for ten minutes. Tell you that they're just they just want to learn. They want to. We're just here to learn. Sometimes. So, <clears throat> but the form, say, I'll give you a real tiny uh, example. I'm monk, or sometimes people who are not fully ordained, but just have the experience maybe teaching someone the doshi position or the doan position. <clears throat> and sometimes those are Regular from the point of view of teaching them, and irregular, uh, these are both, because when you go in and do it, which we don't require that of people, unless they're ordained. Uh, So uh, it's about observing the form, so you can't really understand what is happening, and if they're trying to go out, uh, trying to change the form, because they think it would The form would be better if we did it this way. We need to cross this out. This here is this here and this is extra. This doesn't work right. I'm inventing a few, few things because I'm not remembering exactly what occurs. So it's difficult to be taught. It's difficult to receive because we want a credential as quick as possible. We want to make sure we're doing it right. The form is meant to help our awareness. It's not meant to control or contain us. This is the rest of the world is uh, functioning in not only spiritual materialism, but also in just material materialism, cultural materialism, uh, the belief in your existence materialism, that you have to do this, you have to succeed, you have to get a job. Your your football team has to win. It does that because the need to have control so that we don't have any open-ended situations like the one that you find when you face the wall. When you first face the wall, your mind will fill it up with things because you don't want to see the open dimension that is there. The ego mind will continue to crank up stuff. And this is why I don't teach, um, uh, the form of tightening down on the movement of the breath, the form of labeling thinking. So you can slowly move the, what we call the awareness away from the confusion of, uh, the uh, eight consciousnesses yeah, we can see with the support and help of the forms, we can see more clearly the way in which we are deceiving ourselves, the way in which we are grasping at a self and rejecting another or grasping at another and rejecting ourselves. Judgment, 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 evaluation, conclusion, evaluation, conclusion. This is happening with, I want well, to say lightning speed. I might as well say lightning bugs. So again, observing the form, you can take this outside the monastery, outside of your meditation room or your shrine room or uh, zendo or what have you, your bedroom, and into when you reach for your toothbrush. Look at the form. Observe the form. There's no right way to pick up a toothbrush, but you could be aware of the form, aware of when you're Uh, going through a a doorway if there's a change in the way you do that in a a way in which you're you're, and then look uh, look at the way you're adding anything to that judging that do it with your own mind and then it's much easier to do it with others we notice how every time we look at anybody anytime you look at me you're judging me i know this i'm old i've been around a long time and we're always judging it is not about shutting that down, correcting it, changing it or stopping it. It is about just be aware of it. find out who you are. who you are is not separate from anyone anywhere from me, from anyone else from anyone else. This is uh, the traditional word for this is wisdom and I think even that is uh, you can't describe what this is <sighs> but you can realize it you can you can slowly over time through your practice begin to back away from covering up. Your true nature, and the forms will help you, but you need to bring your your intelligence to the form, not not your the feeble part of your mind that thinks we need to obey, we need to be right, need to be corrected. Sometimes I have watched people do a form that I've actually taught. I've taught them the form and watched them observe them, not because I'm such a wonderful guy, because I'm, but but I'm very interested in awareness. I'm not really. I say not because I'm such a wonderful guy. It's because I'm really interested in the way awareness a particular person, including this old man. So very interested in how that is, how that uh, the first, uh, first link in the chain of existence, which is avidya into formations. Observe that. Use the forms. Enjoy. You could say, enjoy the form. Enjoy the way this. Structure never will support your self centeredness if you're actually practicing through observing, through awareness, through perception only. You're never going to have a, a, a concrete uh, conclusion of, oh, I'm, I'm no longer believing in a self. I'm no longer believing in another. Now I'm just perception only. Not going to happen. It's not a happening, it's not an occurrence. You can't have an occurrence because that's otherness. <clears throat> so how you set up your particular form or rule about yourself is different. And if you've talked to me very much, you see that I try to do this with you. If you even talk to me, some people I see, but they never interact with me. I have no idea what they're doing with their sitting practice, and they will not ask me. And is that wrong? Hell no, that's not wrong. People should do what they need to do. That's why uh, almost everybody that comes to me as a is uh, uh, has a strong streak of, shall we call it, rebellion. I don't have any followers. People that are followers don't want to follow me. They want to go somewhere where there's a conventional, so it's predictable, they know what's going to happen, they know the form, the form is always the same. Uh, you know what I'm saying. But you, in your situation, can look at your form, and then you can... Maybe uh, um, practice uh, really intently for three weeks, three months, three years. And then you, maybe you'll interact with me. Maybe you won't. That's up to you. I trust your, if you're on this path, I didn't get you on this path. Your karma, your, uh, your, your uh, the, the first of the four reminders. You're free and well favored. You're free. You're not so locked up in your belief in this and your warfare about that, that you can't give this some consideration, have some con- uh, curiosity about the path of meditation and you're free and you're well-favored in that you're not so clogged up with your ideas about Buddhism or your ideas about anything that you couldn't listen to somebody and, and consider what's being said, even though it might not uh, align with other uh, people like one of my, uh, Uh, newer students uh, recently said when talking to someone else, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't know what they actually said. said, Well, some people love him and some people hate him. I can't can't get a greater compliment than that. Not that I need compliments, but I also don't crave no compliments. So you can compliment me if you want. You're just complimenting yourself anyway. So forms... I'm happy to have discussion about this. I'm also uh, just as content to continue to talk about the, the structure that we, we need. We need to form, but consciousness needs to be liberated on some level, on every level, on the simplest level, wherever you're ready to start. Start now. Pick up a, stu- a spoon without uh, about looking at what you're doing, observing, receive what you're doing. Do not call it a spoon. Do not call it anything. Slowly, it's it's uh, it's basically a minimalist approach to everything. Less, less, less. You're not going to find uh, and see your understand emptiness if you keep adding your ideas to what it is. Whatever you can't figure out emptiness. When I say you can't, I don't believe a word I say. It. Go figure it out. Come back and see me in ten years, or not, or go do something else. Or maybe you'll succeed. Maybe you'll write a great book called "The Final Understanding of Emptiness" by. Uh, Paul Glickman, or maybe you should change your name to uh, the name of a city or something like, like Verona or Sebastopol. That would be really impressive to have that there. They would know that your name is like mine, (laughs) Papron. I remember when I was very young, I was very embarrassed that my name was so simple. I mean, when I was very young, I'm like, like six, even then I thought, a lot of people with this name. How am I going to find out who I am if, I, if there's other people have the same name? Very threatened, very very threatening for me. So awareness finds its own form, but it's not going to find that form unless there first is some kind of form to so that we can train ourselves. We we need to, this is why we have this uh, the, the the structure of the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha, the the, the teaching person, the what is being taught fundamentally, and, uh, and the community. And so this is, goes back probably further in other ways and shows up, that form shows up in other ways, but it's a very strong structure. And it seems to be very helpful. It certainly has helped me. Uh, the most uncomfortable part of the three uh, uh, for a short period of time is the teaching person. That was very difficult. And, but the, the long long haul there was the sangha. It's very painful to work with people who don't agree with you or think something else, and have the intelligence to to show why you're incorrect because they understand more clearly than you do. Sangha. It's but it's a form that does what. It's not about agreeing with a sangha or fighting with a sangha or doing anything with sangha. But the world is going to show up. As a sangha, you as a practitioner can't meet someone in uh, in Sumatra or Borneo or uh, Tanambogo Gavutu. You can't meet them, but there's a person there who, if you met them, would help you train your mind just by being in relationship with them. This is what the sangha is about. The sangha presents you with a dozen or two, maybe a few dozen people who are complete who coming who are coming at the Dharma from completely different. Areas and with different structures, different uh, ways of being confused about this world, and also uh, have in common the inspiration to to be sane and to to see that the Buddha's uh, the teaching was uh, uh, very sane and that he was not fighting with anything. He's not even promoting anything particularly. So here we have you uh, have a situation where you're going to find people in the sangha that are. Not going to be easy for you to get along with, perhaps, and you can handle it several ways. You can join, become ordained, and come right in and just douse yourself in that negativity, which is the Sangha. I'm not making this up. Even Koban, when asked uh, if he could say what the Sangha is, he said the garbage pit. And this is a Japanese monk said this so, it forms. Uh. You said
1: just now that awareness will find its form, or it's awareness to find its own form. Yes. What does that find mean? What is it finding? What does that find exactly mean?
0: The finding okay. means that because awareness is not looking for anything, that it is just an open dimension, when dependent origination brings about oppositions or, or forms that are either could be apparently in conflict or apparently in agreement or apparently uh, uh, very similar that the, the the awareness, which is not a person uh, actually understands that form and includes that form. And so it, but it includes the form out of, not out of differentiation and desire and wish for this and wish for that and separation, separation, but it includes that form. It includes even the apparent conflict. And, and uh, this is a, this is a, a phrase I've been using lately, and this is one of the. This is the first tenet of the Order of Immediate Light, and I'm happy to have you a, ask questions about it. The other three will come later.
1: So when awareness finds that form, then does it get stored up, and doesn't it come
0: back? It, it may do. You know, Chisho, It may do anything. Because it, the only thing is the awareness, which is so open. Uh, you could also say that, uh, that forms show up in an open dimension. If one's practice eventually, this is what the training is about. Sit down whole still and just watch the forms come and go that, that you impute or think are your thought pattern. You actually think you're thinking. You are not thinking. There is no identity that is solid. Dependent origination is happening as apparent identity called Chisho or Maria. Or unce as that, and then we believe that we buy into that because we are backed up by the body mind complex that is has a heartbeat, uh, is hungry, uh, wants to go outside, has uh, wants to get more vitamin D. I mean, all of the different aberrations on the individual. You don't have to get rid of the body. You don't have to starve the body as they did in ancient times. We don't have to go through it that way. It's just awareness. So you may uh, you may operate. You know, the illusion is that we need to get rid of the ego and rather than see it's dependently arisen and it's unreal. And there isn't anything that arises that is not unreal or shunyata, empty of our ideas about it. And it is an incredibly powerful as a magic spell, as this, those in the past times who have understood this have used those kind of uh, images or similes. It's a magic spell. It's like a bolt of lightning. It's like a dew It's just an astonishing realization that 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 where you whatever is left of you as uh, as consciousness uh is completely fearless and completely confident and uh knows has no particular information about anything but yet if anything shows up that um, then consciousness which is manifesting as a human being uh actually finds the form of in this case the teacher and the student uh if, As I've said before, if I have no students, I can't teach. I'm not, I'm not a teacher. I'm not, I don't have the identity of a teacher unless I'm talking to someone who is giving me the identity as a student. This is why it's so important. If you want this teacher to be here, (coughs) this is why we do in ancient times. You supplicate the teacher. I don't need your supplication. I don't need anything, but you may need it. It's up to you. And then, uh, and she showed in the, your, your in your country, where is where the Buddha, uh, as far as we know, was born, a strong emphasis on on the teacher-student relationship. Here, this is not supported in this country at all. That sounds that's uh, that just opens the gate for charlatanism, and there's a lot of it because it's because people come in and take advantage uh, because the westerners like that. They kind of like that romantic idea of having a guru rather than understanding that the true Understanding there is uh, not having someone higher than you but having someone who can point out the nature of your mind as quickly as possible in your particular uh, swamp of karma. So awareness finding certainly awareness finding its own form doesn't there isn't somebody finding it it's awareness Th- these hands are moving this mouth is chattering. But, but there's no solid being here. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not here. The, the same person that's always been here, but it's unreal. So therefore, there's nothing to defend, nothing to promote. And I just like when I before I come in here, I'm, you know, maybe 10 minutes before I got in here or less. I decided what I was going to talk about. And I have no plan. And, and I, the ego part of the mind, which is still functioning and it's unreal, uh, is uh, worried about that. Because the ego part of the mind, which is unreal, but it's still there. It's like a, like I've said before, it's like a clown sitting in your roof. It's got, it puts in its two cents worth, but you know it's a clown on the roof. So you listen. But if there was a clown on the roof of your house yelling at you about stuff, you'd probably listen. But you'd also notice it's a clown. And you'd also notice that it is a fabrication and it is unreal. Questions about thank that. You. Questions about that are good. If you have more,
1: thank you. I, if I do, come up
0: later. Certainly.
1: She's on, She's on bowing I
0: yeah. had
1: two questions. Certainly. And coming back to the idea of forms, I was wondering, um, how do we keep a sense of humor, or what is a sense of humor?
0: So, a sense of humor is a, a fundamental understanding. Uh, I'm not talking about relative humor uh, about when somebody makes fun of somebody or, or at somebody's expense. I'm not talking about jokes, even though they're interesting because they, they tend to show you that the, the way jokes work is you think something's going to happen. And then the person who is telling you the joke then moves that out of the way. And then your, your, your thinking mind collapses in the space. So then there's a temporary feeling of spaciousness like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't see that. Come- oh, I didn't see that coming space. So the humor is uh, um, Anupadika. Um, I'm not always sure if I say that name right, but I'm trying to remember it because it's unproduced. It's, it's a, talking about unproduced. The humor that is always the case, that for the, the patience that is always, uh, what, not already, already patient. No, nothing is even, you're not even waiting for anything, but you already have that, that sense of presence or authentic presence that doesn't need to go anywhere, doesn't need to get anything. Uh, as as a uh, uh, Kabir said in the 15th century the fish in the sea is not thirsty well, you have to see that what that, that you this is what you're looking for this is the water fish in the sea is not thirsty and so the sense of humor would would be always uh, there and available even if something triggers you where you're angry and you have some anger come up there, because of the nature of mind training and the nature of your understanding as it, uh, you could say, gets deeper on some kind of relative level, but actually approaches something that is uh, ultimate, which is not a uh, destination, you, you begin to lighten up a little bit. Even, even the word, sometimes teachers use the word enlightenment, it just means lighten up. Lighten up. No, uh, no, no craving for anything. Even though you have the craving, we try to get rid of the craving rather than, than see that the craver is empty of what is imputed by craving or grasping or wanting or having an agenda, agenda, agenda. So this is why it seems to be so humble still and see the utter non-existence of the self. It's just a, an astonishing thing. It's very ordinary. I'll start with my little finger. It's very ordinary. It's very ordinary. It's very ordinary. And it's very ordinary. And then it's also very ordinary. When
1: we are struggling with the forms or, or trying to work with even coming to or staying in the forms, um, how can we work with that severity? And I guess that was kind of the contrast to sense of humor. What What's the role of humor in that feeling of letting yourself down or, or not upholding the forms? Spelling? is on bowing. What is a sense of humor when we're trying to, when we're still trying to understand what the forms are bowing?
0: So to put it into, uh, to characterize it, I would say it's knowing you never can do this right. And just it, it, you can kind of, it's hard to see yourself uh, because we usually don't, we take ourselves so seriously, but sometimes we see it in somebody else who's trying really hard to get the form just right. And they don't really realize that You know, they have toilet paper sticking out from the back of their uh, robe because they just left the bathroom. I mean, I'm not saying that has to be there, but I'm using it's that kind of a thing to see that. Look at this. What is what is this? What are these? Form is empty of anything we see or anything we conclude about it. And even the conclusion uh, is arising in space. And. Uh, so the conclusion, the humor, the lack of humor, the, uh, the intense uh, feeling of anger or distress about this or lack of patience with that or disturbance that we see in others that are giving us a hard time or however you may see that, the sense of humor is you are no longer identified with the form. But you're not ignoring the form. You observe the form. Because the 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 relative way of talking about it, you actually become the space in which things occur. Uh, you could also say you're always this, you've always been that. You become anything, but that's difficult unless there's a lot of mind training going on. And the kind I teach is not the creation completion practices. There was a time, and there may be with some people who really need to do a lot of jacking things up and calming things down in order to get an idea what this is. I think all you need to do is look at it. If you just look at what is moving. This is mind training. And that may be, uh, in, in meditation, that takes on a, a very uh, formal sit down, hold still, hold very symmetrical, It's very formal, and you need to observe that as closely as you can. Do not move, unless you have a need to move, and then that's observing the form. You observe the form that needs to be shifted because your back is sore. Don't, don't go the direction of the macho control uh, cultures whether it's Tibet or Japan or China. China was uh, not quite as strict with that, but they were strict and we're not strict. If you haven't noticed, you might not have been in, a, if you want to find out, go to another monastery. There's monasteries in the United States that will make you obey and mind and you have to do, uh, dot your I's and cross your T's and that's uh, not an exaggeration. You have to do it their way. You have to do it the way they do it in, in, at Sotoshu in Japan. And so having a sense of humor about that rather than getting angry or getting irritated um, or, or we might get irritated and, and, and then have a sense of humor about that and notice how it doesn't take much, <laughs> it doesn't take much. And we're off and running on some kind of negativity or about that, or about this person or about ourselves. Or it's just like uh, um, it's like six-way ping pong with no net. And, you know, you can't even find your paddle. So it's just like things are happening so much and going this way and that way and this way. And, uh, and when I say, and, uh, I'm thinking maybe something else will show up. So that's kind of my phrase filler and, 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 uh, and into a cloud. And those are not different from each other. Those are phenomena. And they are, uh, they are the consciousness that is finding consciousness. There's no elseness to it. The, the hawk, the human being, the Buddha is consciousness finding its own form. And amazingly, uh, 2,500 years ago, we had someone who understood that an individual, uh, an apparent, understood, uh, apparent individual who understood that from the ground up, manifestation was ready. But who's counting? And by the way, that's not humor. So you don't have to
1: go on.
2: Please please
1: To me, it seems that forms can be repetitious and monotonous and not entertaining. And I'm wondering, are are those qualities that are important in form? Um
0: Yes, your, your awareness of that. Uh, mm-hmm. um, whatever the monotony or not entertaining or that's also uh that's also humorous. That that is also humor because we know nothing lasts. And if you if you do nothing with that, if you don't try to get rid of it, if you don't explain it, you don't accept it, and you don't ignore it, it tends to come apart because nothing anything that is showing up as something that you can name, uh gets its longevity from being from struggle. So, but there's no, one who's, there's no one who's struggling. So the, the humor comes from, in that situation, comes from um, just watching the conclusions of what you just described. Those conclusions uh, may or may not arise. It's not about not concluding uh, so much. I mean, even though I might say that, don't conclude. But the reason I say that is to bring your awareness to the concluding part of the consciousness that seems to be uh, kind of like a vampire. You know, just has to have the the blood of that that experience. Has to have that experience. Every one of you, and I'm not accusing you of anything, but every one of you has a, a some kind of dynamic going on of elseness, of this is I, I can't do this anymore. I I need more of this, I need less of that. Always picking and choosing, picking increasing the very nature of this world that we have been told through these teachings is not too. They're not, they're not saying some things are not two. And then, of course, there's other things that are still two. No, not, there's any, any two, any, anything you can think of has a polarity to it that is not two. Life, death, Buddha's sentient beings, uh, awakening, delusion. Reflect on that. Awakening is not something else. Awakening is delusion but there's no warfare anymore. There's a lot to be said about that that I could probably say, but you will help me a lot if you ask questions about that or about anything. Ask me questions about Rumi. Sure, goodbye.
1: I don't think this is about Rumi
0: uh, directly, but early on
1: in the talk, you began talking about the the way that uh, a... Young child might begin to relate to fear,
0: and you would never finish what you were going to say. Um, Are you criticizing me?
1: Kind of halted.
0: I thought I so. Myself. I noticed a little bit of halt there. So go on and uh, help me with that. I, I tend to kind of trail off sometimes and lose track yeah. of. But yeah, you can bring me back to that, and I'd be happy to uh, restore that uh, particular line of uh, commentary. If I can.
1: How how do we cover up fear uh, when we're a child or when we're really young?
0: I I think it's very similar to what we're doing now, except it's maybe not as obvious. Uh, And and it's going to show up differently for each person. Um, I'm sure you could talk about your style and what you were fearful of. I know I was terrified when I was very young and had a had a lot of difficulty with the uh, the those bigger people around me a lot of difficulty with it and so the downside is the difficulty but the upside is uh, perhaps without all that di- difficulty if i'd had a lot of you know nurturing or something but you you can't s- replace something for something else you, you notice how you could say well perhaps if i hadn't married her but uh, you know this doesn't work. It just, it's, it's an illusion to think that we're in control. It's quite an amazing one. And we're just kind of, uh, that's why Shakespeare kind of had it down. We're all actors on a stage, but I would say whatever you did uh, is, is still showing up now. You're probably, probably doing something similar. It's probably been uh, modified quite a bit by your, uh, your training, uh, your awareness training over the last few years. And also other kinds of training that you've uh, immerse yourself in um, so we, we tend to do it through it's very simple one of the three poisons passion aggression and ignorance um, um, uh, the aggression is uh, is that anytime anything gets out of line or anything any difficult we uh, immediately get upset with it or we, we throw uh, uh, lances and spears at it uh, and the other one is uh, which is which also uh, supports that same situation which is passion we immediately Any kind of feeling we immediately attribute, we want to find out why we feel other than actually just feeling, just the feeling. Uh, We need to know why. Uh, So we abandon, we don't have an awareness practice. So this practice that we're doing as a shikantaza is to, as the the Tibetans say, gom, get used to it. A a gom den is a a get used to it seat. Um, And so that's all this says, sit down and get used to uh, and the way you get used to something is you, you slowly stop reacting to it. You stop having commentary. You just get used to it. And it just comes and goes and comes and goes. And, comes. and then eventually you return to your uh, original nature, as is said in the Zen tradition, which is not separate, which is wisdom. And that may happen while you're alive. And uh, you may have to die for that to uh, be understood or seen. So that way of covering it up could show up, uh, you know, I could talk about it a little bit more. if You could ask specific questions. There's so many ways. They're un- innumerable. Those are the, the three. But then there's so many other uh, so-called levels of consciousness that are operating there that are, uh, that can, it's just difficult to track it because it takes you on a journey that can be very circular. Like, for instance, going into psychotherapy. One thing is going to cost you a lot of money, and they're going to treat your mind as if it operates in a certain way. So consciousness will always find its own form. So if you go in there, then you will find the form of psychotherapy. Just like if you go into uh, the I Ching, you will find consciousness will find the form of the I Ching, which somebody came up with ten thousand years ago. If you go into uh, uh, whether it's uh, any uh, like uh, astrology or cyclic movement, you will there's I know I spent many years studying that, many years studying lots of things that I don't even mention. Handwriting analysis. I spent many, many years studying that. I still look at it, but I don't analyze. I don't analyze anything particularly unless my, my own uh, uh, causes and conditions or the way awareness is showing up or finding forms may show up as that. Just like occasionally I want to inspect goats, which I never did. But I feel like I probably could. So being a little silly, but go ahead with that. Uh, uh, go further into that. If you have uh, specific questions about that, I would be happy to respond to them.
1: Is there any way to go into the, the texture uh, of something that you're covering up as you're covering it up?
0: I, I think I think that's probably the only way you can do it. You have to see the cover up. Uh, the the, the cha- I guess you call it the challenge there is it takes time and it is it, not necessarily going to happen, depending on the way in which your particular life is working with passion, aggression, and ignorance or the cover up or covering up your true nature, but covering up your basic sanity. If there's basic sanity, you have. You're not at war with anything. I'm not saying that you don't get irritated by this or happy about that. The relative thing is still operating. You still eat. You still live. You still breathe, but the, but there's no longer an agenda about anything. And so I would say, in the situation you're talking about, it's a matter of continuing to practice, continuing to, to use the 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 structure of the buddha the dharma and the sangha uh, not probably not the only way there's probably lots of ways to do this but this is the one we're using and it's been around for a long time and i just uh i'm in my 30 or 20 or 40 47th year of doing this and the first 10 years 15 years 20 years were a lot of work of trying to stay in that particular structure and work with it as best i could study as much as i could relate to people in the Sangha that I did not care for, that I thought were crazy, and some were trying to control everything. It was just difficult. I kept thinking to myself, can't, isn't there a better Sangha than this? Isn't there, can I find a Sangha where everybody's kind of sane? Well, no, the very nature of the Sangha are people who are dealing with their neurosis, their difficulty, their challenges, their passion, aggression, ignorance, but want to do it in a way that, isn't about, that is about realizing who they are. It's a spiritual path rather than a mundane path of just repairing everything and fixing it, everything and no longer being angry. And the ego mind still gets hooked on that. Even if you're fully ordained as a monk, as you are, and as a few other people are, we still, we still get hooked on something's wrong needs to be fixed. And it may be that something's wrong needs to be fixed here. Maybe something's wrong and something needs to be fixed out there. Not two. The two-ness of it keeps us trapped in our own uh, blaming. And the tuness of it keeps us our, our, uh, uh, trapped in our own blaming of maybe something else or someone else or a situation. It's just so magnetizing to think that something else is causing this. This is causing something else. It's a misunderstanding. And it's a, it's a difficult one because the whole world, our politics, our TVs, and our family, I'm sure you'd notice the more you practice, any of you, the more you practice, um, you might not feel too clear about your own. You might feel more crazy, but you'll be real clear about other people's insanity, especially people who don't practice. They start to show up more and more vividly insane. People who are even presented maybe five, 10 years ago as being fairly reasonable. Easy. You can see they're spinning because you've been looking at your own spinning for you know, months, years, or whatever it's been, in your case, years. And I would say, just keep looking. Just keep looking. It's like going up the side of a mountain, to use that metaphor. Well, anytime I talk to anybody, I can see right where they're at on the mountain. And it's not measurement. It's not like, you know, one to ten. Well, there, there's a nine right there. No, you could be anywhere. Uh, you can go back to the bottom of the mountain. I can talk to you down in the valley. We can hang out and have soda pop. You know, and then on the next interview, I see that you're because you're having such anxiety. I can see you're right at the you're right at the end. you're right just before the peak. I'm just using these metaphors as a way of talking about it. There's no there's no uh, progress. There's only apparent progress, Pilgrim's Progress, as they say. <laughs> there's only apparent progress, uh, uh, but realization is not progress. It's not even a goal
1: something about reality. How can one learn forms without getting attached or putting so much emphasis on them? Like the mindset of if it isn't like this, it's wrong.
0: So that's a good question. Find a true teacher. Find find a find a sangha. Find a find a structure, but find find a, find a, a teaching person. Uh, who are just following forms they 're using forms uh, but but they uh, you know the ro- only roadmap they're going to have might be something like Buddha Dharma Sangha the teacher the teaching the community very simple because how that teaching shows up uh, is going to be so different on the teacher and some teachers are going to lock down on certain teachings and push away others and some teachers are going to work with you in a, in a way like some teachers will even tell you to get ordained tell you to receive jukai or become a monk uh, that I've, I've met people in our lineage that have been told that to, they should ordain or they should this i don't correct anybody i'm not going to come in and say Make fun of them. so you okay with that somebody telling you what to do you said well i thought probably was time not going to happen over here When I say not going to happen, I'm not saying if you, uh, you, uh, it's Raphael. If you, Raphael, came and I saw you on Zoom and you had an interview with me, uh, unless you change your name, uh, you said, I want to receive dukai. I'm not saying that I wouldn't say uh, contact UNO and start sewing rocks. Probably not. But I meet everybody where they're at. And I have met some people that are ready. I've met people who are ready to become monks and won't ask me. And so, therefore, I don't recommend it. And I'm, I'm not kidding you. I've met people. The very best thing for them to do is the way it looks. Consciousness always finds its own form. So show up here in front of me, and you might as well be nude. I don't mean that figuratively, of course. I mean it figuratively. When I say that, I'm not looking at any. There's nothing. There's no, You can't cover anything up. But if that, even though I might see that, Everything is mutual. So I meet you where you're at. You may not be ready. This may not be your. um, You might see that. It doesn't make me some kind of a wizard. It just means that I don't have much happening over here. So when you show up. um, I know who I am. You don't. If you did, you probably wouldn't be here listening to me or talking to me. So uh, come back to Raphael's question. Just find a. And it doesn't. I'm not talking about me. I'm not promoting myself so i don't I have plenty of students, and I don't need any followers, as I often say ha ha, ha. I'm not going anywhere, so there's really're if you follow me, you aren't going to go anywhere I'm always here to find that
2: heaven bowing yes earlier you mentioned how certain hierarchies showed up in past cultures yes. that are now. You didn't use this word, but kind of obsolete or don't
0: particularly apply. You mean like the Peloponnesian War?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, that's hmm. the one. <laughs> I, or I guess I'm thinking of like the, the macho hierarchies of past yes, medieval. Yes. Uh, so then what, what relative to that, what is natural hierarchy? What is a hierarchy that does not become
0: obsolete? Not very good. Uh, you can take the example from a tree. It has roots. The roots never argue with the leaves. It just they just do their job. They just function. And you have the the stalk of the tree, and the bark, and the limbs, and in the, and the fruit, possibly. So it's a natural hierarchy. It's uh, and it's the the different parts of that hierarchy are, function very differently from each other. Your body has a natural hierarchy that you know you, we can talk about that possibly. But also our, our situation here, like my situation as a Dharma teacher, I did not decide to do this. I just stopped fighting with everything. That doesn't mean that I don't have a bad temper or that I don't feel gloomy sometimes. Or I don't have emotions coming and going. I just, I just uh, I'll say that in, in this way. But I'm told, and I'm, I'm not obeying anyone, and there is no, there is no, uh, there, there is no, there is no um, uh, authority. This is a primitive idea and it's been going on for, since human beings have been here, there needs to be a chief and who gets there either through birthright or, or, you know, kings and queens and all of that kind of a, a thing that has to happen. And Trungpa Jay was trying to do the same thing with his son. I'm not saying that was wrong i not, not, not correcting anyone. I'm saying he was trying to do that and rather than uh, have a, allow that to develop as it needed to. And so this doesn't mean he shouldn't have a successor or he shouldn't, you know, pick somebody that could be his successor as he did with the, uh, with the uh, larger regent, Ursula Tenzin who passed away of AIDS, as some of you know. Uh, so the the right and wrong situation uh, is, is, it's hard to say, uh, uh, how that um, control situation of uh, Tibet, the four lineages, where there's a strong right and wrong thing. Especially some lineages are more right than others, at least from their point of view. And uh, there's there's a healthiness to that in a way, but also it can. If you if you study uh, Tibet back in 14th, 15th century, you see there's a lot of fighting going on between the monasteries, especially Gulagba and the Jonang tradition. So I'm not trying to go back and study history, but I'm saying the natural hierarchy is in that first, or feels like, shouldn't we get a handle on this? Uh, Shouldn't we tighten up these forms so we feel more confident to go ahead? There is no ahead. If you think there's a head, then it becomes materialism. Um, And that doesn't mean that I don't think about, well, let's see if I die, uh, what's going to happen to the monastery? Well, I do something in that regard, but also, uh this this situation will, will survive or it won't. Maybe it just will survive or it won't survive. It's like the has said in the in the, the greatest humor of Nagarjuna was uh, you may attain enlightenment and you may not. And I think that's outrageously funny. <laughs> I mean what this is just got two thousand years ago he was able to say that. <laughs> May attain enlightenment. You may not. <laughs> and here's he's talking to people who are intensely practicing. More than likely. But I would say the same thing. Not not that I need him to help me. I would say I don't know what's going to happen. You may you may not. But whatever the case, you should practice because this uh, this is not your only time you've been here. Nor have I. I've been here many many times. Do I remember them? I don't need to remember them. Like I don't rem- need to remember what I did on uh, the thirty first of january 1958 i have a pretty good idea i went to 11th grade but i don't know what happened that morning or that afternoon was i still using ipana or had i switched to colgate already you see i'm saying it's just so flooded it's the glomeruli in the kidneys there's too many parts to be able to figure it out or keep track of it the court quir- the, the, the the dependent origination and the um uh, the cooperation and the natural hierarchy is doing fine. We just need to stop interfering with, with what is happening with, with our ideas, our gra- grasping about this, and our rejection of that, grasping, rejecting. This is the teaching of the of the Buddha. This is the teaching of uh, of um, uh, this, all of the sages down through the centuries, regardless of their their orientation. Even even the theistic approaches have that also. More about that, uh, Kevin, natural hierarchy.
2: When you say you just do what you're told, mm-hmm. assuming you don't mean unyo.
0: <laughs> does mean, Sometimes.
2: Does that mean, is that another way of saying meeting meeting things where yeah. you're
0: at? Yes, it's situational. And just like uh, it's. It, so when I say I'm told, uh, it's not. There's no one telling me anything. It's just I don't do. I don't do much. But what I do uh, do comes out of the situation that I'm in. And sometimes I'm a little perplexed why I don't know what to do because it looks like I should know what to do because everything is laying out there. And but then something changes about. It could be about the situation. It could be about a particular person, especially a, a, a close student that I'm involved with but I'm observing to see where they're at with their, with their whole dynamic, how they're working with their uh, uh, greatest defilement. And you've heard of that. They work on the greatest defilements first. If you don't know what it is, come and uh, talk to me and I'll point it out to you. Uh, or I might say, you need to find that out. Some of you already know. Some of you know because I've told you, and some of you know because you're uh, way ahead of me.
2: I guess my question about natural hierarchy is that hierarchy to me implies that there's somebody in charge at the top who's like disseminating
0: Oh yeah. You mean like the those being charge of the roots?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. One big leaf off to one side is running the whole show. Yeah, I'm being silly, but I'm just saying uh you don't need a central authority uh, but you may need a a, a central area that where the, where the communication uh, is moving in such a way that that there can be uh communication cooperation collaboration i think uh, trump ormba was very good at communication cooperation collaboration but not uh, let's let's say uh, he was still working with all of the social stuff that he had to deal with because he was a he was born in a medieval country and so he, he and he was brought up uh, 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 because in those days they felt like they had to kick the daylights out of those young monks to get them to they found somebody that was a little outrageous which i'm sure he was Uh, they had to beat him up quite a bit at least if you read born in tibet quite a bit of that was happening he was being had very strong uh, parental kind of discipline coming from monks from the age of four on i think so there's a natural tendency to look for who's the boss who's the boss who's who's running the show who's in charge and that that being in charge situation needs to be there, but it needs to be there with uh, with some kind of understanding of the interdependence of operating out of dependent origination, not out of trying to be the, the, the head cheese or the 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 abbot or the or the Roshi or the uh, sadguru. It's not that we shouldn't use those forms. Some people need to use those and should. I'm not, uh, I'm not against any of that but it needs to happen out of, of the awareness rather than out of our thought process around it, which there, again, we don't want to throw our thought process out. It just needs to be tree bark instead of uh, somebody, some big leaf on one side that runs everything kind of a dumb metaphor. But so
2: yes. observing the forms in the context of the zest to observe the natural forms that arise spontaneously, between two individuals
0: growing. That's part of the idea there and also, but there has to be a lot of wall gazing happening. From, from my experience of looking at my own and also talking to people about what's happening in their minds since I was trained in 1978 to do that formally, uh, I'm, not, I'm not gonna include sitting on the teeter totter in the sixth grade and uh, counseling my friend about his girlfriend, even though that's where it started. <laughs> We have to, we have to, Onya, Onya is the authority here for 30 more seconds. And so, uh, can uh we can dedicate them And thank you for your questions. It's very good. It really helps the, my original idea about the forums It helps, helps us all go deeper into that. I, there's a lot of room there. I could get, give another talk called number two, and we could do this some more because it's a, it's an important area that people misunderstand. And this is the way the misunderstanding looks. Uh, the, the understanding is you're just receiving, just receiving. You do, you need no conclusions. Right and wrong are extra. You don't need that. You won't, you won't uh, if you're uh, functioning with forms around me, I will, insofar as I can, if you've talked to me very much, you'll find that I include whatever you do, including leaving a whole mandala and monastery and, and never seeing me again. You may not like it, but that's my personal, I still get have personal feelings about stuff, but also mm-hmm. out of respect for you, respect for the forms that are, that are, are maybe maybe uh maybe taking away your wisdom mind or covering it up or maybe there's maybe the fear you're going through is intense i can't do it for you so i don't want to make life miserable for you so it may not be your time to sit down and uh, uh put your nose against a grindstone and, and wear your nose off sometimes it feels that way to practice so so that we and every sentient being together can realize the
1: Buddha's way. san the three worlds, all buddhas, all venerable ones, bodhisattvas, mahasattvas, the great Rajna, Paramita. Well, the Bodhisattvas of the Ten Directions and the Three Times, please hear us. Please come down out of the light and protect us with the Bodhi Buddhist Temple Monastery, our Sangha, families, friends, and visitors. Heal everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering.